Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. Amen. This morning, the dream team was so beautiful also. <laughs> I don't want to leave that out. But that was so awesome when so all and everybody was just giving praise to Jesus. But something stood out for me this morning. And I would like Philip to read that scripture. That before, when we just end off, there was a scripture Philip gave that confirms the word of this morning. Wow. It was beautiful. It was really beautiful because, you know, I was like preparing myself for this word. And Jesus says, this is what you need to. And then when Philip confirmed it this morning, it was like, you... This is this God that we serve is such an in Matthew seven Matthew, I think six or seven verse. Matthew six. Seven verse. Yeah. That was so awesome. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Okay. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye their pearls. Before swine pigs, lest they any, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rent you. Can we find another translation, maybe? Mm. Can find, I can do it in Greek, but no, we don't want Greek. Thank you, okay. Philip. <laughs> do not give really good things that are for God to dogs. Yeah. The dogs will turn around and attack you. Do not throw valuable things in the pigs. Mm. The pigs will only. Stand on them and bury them in the dirt. Amen. Beautiful. Do not throw that which is holy to to the dogs. And who's holy this morning? Who's holy this morning? We are holy because God is holy. Because He made us holy. And because He is holy, we are holy this morning. Amen. Isn't that awesome? What are dogs? What are dogs? Yes. What is your understanding of a dog? Yeah. It's like a beast with no understanding. That just tears. Yeah. Don't take, don't take that which is holy and throw it to them. I really appreciated my salvation because salvation comes from the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we're going to read in Ephesians 4 verse 24 this morning. If you open your Bibles. Ephesians 4, verse 24. Don't take that which is holy and throw it to the dogs. Amen. We have got, we serve such a beautiful and an awesome God that that which he gave us, everything that God gives us is good. And everything that comes from the enemy is bad. Everything, all good things comes from God. And it reminds me of last week's, um, the whole week I've been thinking about it, how God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven and on earth. And Maki was actually bringing that on Sunday. And whenever I was thinking about it this week, I was always thinking about how Maki was sharing um, um, how God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven and on this earth. We are blessed. Somebody said it, Ingrid said it this morning. She is blessed, and truly, you are blessed. Amen. 
Because we, we choose to glorify God. Amen? We choose not to glorify. Nobody was complaining this morning. Everybody was just giving praise and glory and honor unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's get to the scripture. Father, we open our hearts this morning for your word. And you speak this morning to us. And we receive and we listen and we obey. This is our heart's desire to obey you, to become like you, to be like you, Jesus. And Lord Jesus, the journey that we're taking on this earth is, is a beautiful journey. Especially if the journey is with you, Father. And we give you praise for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Ephesians 4 verse 24. And put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. What do we have to put on? The new man. Amen. Amen. What is the new man? Amen. Put on love. Yes. Put on the new man. What did you receive when you said yes to Jesus? What did we say? What did we receive? We said yes to Jesus. We received salvation. Amen. Amen. So now... You don't, you don't act like somebody that is not saved. We act like somebody that is saved. And because we receive the word of God this morning, we're going to, to walk according to God's word. Amen? Are we going to walk according to God's word, beloveds? Yes, we're going to walk according to God's word. You put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And now the scripture that Philip was reading this morning came to my mind. It was actually saying that Jesus said, don't take that which is holy and throw it to the dogs. This last night there was people in my street having a party and I called my kids in my room and I was praying with them. And I was thanking God. I think I spoke to Sophia also about that. I thank God that we don't desire. We don't desire anymore to be like that. We don't desire to be drunk and to, be, um, to live like somebody that doesn't know right. Jesus Christ. Right. Yes. We don't desire those things. We know who we are now. And I love God because my house is at peace. My children is at peace. Everybody that's in my house. People, if you, not, if you don't have a house that is peaceful, just become holy. Understand what God says who you are. Amen. Know that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And you can become holy. Amen. How can we become holy? Receive by receiving Jesus Christ and by receiving his word. Amen. We can become holy. Amen. And today, I love God because today we're going to preach to those or we're going to minister to those that knows Jesus this morning. I don't think I see anybody that does not know God here. No? Do you know God? Yes. Do you know Jesus? Yes? Amen. Did you receive him? Amen. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So I know everything that we're going to talk about this morning is for those that know that has received salvation. Amen. Okay, so the scripture tells us that righteousness and holiness are two different things. Righteousness is what happened to you when you were born again. Why am I saying this? I am 
the righteousness of God, God in him. In him. In who? In Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. You were made righteous. The day you receive Jesus Christ, the day you receive salvation, it I became the righteousness of God the day I received salvation. The day I received Jesus Christ as my Lord, I repented and I received, I made Jesus Christ my Lord and my Savior. Amen. He provided a right standing with God for you at the cross. Can you believe that? Yes. Yes, we believe that. Jesus was the one that was standing in your place at the cross, dying on the cross. He was standing in yours and in my place in front of God. And he died for your sins and my sins. That's the reason why I become that became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But holiness is another matter. Exactly what does that word holiness mean? What does holiness mean? It means separation to God. Doesn't it mean separation to God? Or conduct befitting those so separated. To separate it means to set apart. To disunite, to divide, to disconnect. Are we disconnecting from the world, beloveds? Yes, yes we disconnected the day that we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We, we disconnected from this world. Therefore, we don't sing songs of complaints anymore. We sing victorious songs because Jesus overcame this world. Amen. Amen. He overcame, and because he overcame, I am I am an overcomer. Because Jesus overcame this world. <clears throat> so to separate means to part company. Huh. What am I saying this morning? Are we keeping company with those that are not with God, with those that are not saved? Yes? There is also a yes. There's a yes and there's a no. Why am I saying this? Are we keeping company with them? Our only reason to keep company with the world is to minister to the world. That's the only reason when we keep company with the world is when we minister to them. For them to receive salvation like we have received salvation. We disconnected from the world. Why? What happened? The day when we received salvation, Jesus translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. He is our Lord now. Amen. Amen. The world is nothing to us anymore because we have received salvation. Amen. We disconnect ourselves from the world. We are not singing songs of complaints anymore. We're not complaining anymore as believers. We're not glorifying this king of this world anymore. Why? Because we are serving the king of kings and the lord of lords. Amen. We're from a different kingdom. Amen. We are, we're from a different kingdom. 
We from an eternal kingdom. Jesus is our king of kings and the Lord and the perfect kingdom. Amen. There's no room for complaints. No more. Amen. And as believers, we should never glorify the enemy. Never. Because we are from the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Kingdom of God. Amen. Don't glorify the devil. He's lost his battle. Amen. He's got no hold over you and he's got no hold over me. Because Jesus is our Lord. Amen. We are not associated with that, with him. We are not associated with the devil. Because he's lost his battle. I'm saying it again. The enemy has lost the battle. And Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. To become distinct or disengage. Do you know how cream and milk separated itself? I love it when I used to grow up on a farm. And um, we used to get the milk from the cow. Direct from the cow. And it's very, very warm. Nice and warm. And I used to drink a glass of water. I used to grow up on Bizueni farm. And I drink that milk. And you know, the moment that milk was like standing there... <laughs> I saw this lovely cream on top of the milk. And then I took that milk, uh, that uh, glass of milk, and I drink that milk. Now today, we don't want to drink that creamy milk anymore. <laughs> or we don't get it anymore. Because now we in this community, we're not living on the farm anymore. But I, it, it just takes me back. How the cream was like floating on the, on, the, on the milk, and I used to drink it like that. It's awesome. The cream and the milk separating itself. We and the world separating ourselves from this world. Isn't it awesome? We disconnect from this world. Beloved, we are are disconnected from this world and its things. Amen. Holiness is a decision. You make a decision to become holy. You decide to become holy. We cannot come every Sunday and every Sunday and live like people that are not holy. We need to make a decision to become holy. Amen? Amen. We are disconnected from the world. We are not the same. We are separated from the world. Amen? Amen? The moment we said yes to Jesus, and I remember my testimony, how I used to live together. And this is not... Um, judging anybody, I'm just telling, sharing my testimony. How I used to live together with a man that didn't know Jesus. How I used to give him two years to make up his mind to serve the Lord with me. Because I couldn't go on like this. I remembered that I became holy. And the moment I said to him, I'm giving you two years. What? What? I'm giving him grace to make up his mind if he wants to serve the Lord with me. Because the house that we're living in is under God's grace. Amen. 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 And if, I, if God is holy, then I need to become holy. Amen. So I want to tell you today, there was no desire to live like that after that anymore. Amen. Because I gave enough time for him to make up his mind. For him to make a decision if he wants to know this mighty and beautiful God that I am serving. And when the two years was over, I had this one morning said to him, you know what? 
are you going to come with me to church this morning? And you know what he said to me? Do you want to brag that you brought me to church? I said to him, no. This is a choice that you want to, that you make. But I'm making my choice today. When I come back, back from church, you need to be gone. Amen. I've, I've given you, I've given you enough time. I've given you enough grace to serve Jesus with me. And the moment he walked out of my door, God is amazing. My chairs were broken. Listen, for those that are still living together, my chairs were broken. I think Rita and Philip knows how it looked like. Everything was a mess in my house, even serving God. But God never left me. He never forsaked me. He never turned his back on me. Jesus never turned his back on me. And I want those that doesn't, that doesn't have a girlfriend or boyfriend to hear what I'm saying today. It has not been a good life to live with somebody that doesn't know the Lord. It was not good for me to live in a relationship like that. So if you make a choice, make the right choice. Ask God and God will give you. I don't desire anybody, even if he is a Christian now. Because I know Jesus has got taken every desire that I had. He's taken it away from me. And it's lovely to know to serve God with my children. And to be an example to my kids. And the day when I came from church, he was not gone. <laughs> he was not gone. He was making a fire and he was on his nerves and everything. He was making a fire. I think it's recently we just became, before I came to Grace Life, yeah. that that happened. And he was making a fire and he was like sitting outside and, and, and I was like thinking, you know, how, you, how you, we are. We are human beings. We feel sorry for you. <laughs> And I felt so sorry because he, just, he didn't know where to go. But you know what I did? Don't, don't treat him bad. Or her bad. I went, to look, I went to go and look for a place for him. And I took one of the beds that I had at my house and I fixed this place even. And I made him a, a bed and I put some curtains on and I, I made a cupboard and I gave him a spoon and a mug and a plate and everything and then I left and up until today it was my best decision that I made Amen. I made the best decision because why? I want to live holy Amen. I want to live for Jesus Amen. I want to receive from Jesus but because I remember I cannot stay like that anymore it is not good it is not, it's hell what we, in that relationship, what you're going through is hell. And I'm not saying to you, leave your girlfriend or leave your boyfriend. I'm just saying to you, it is the best choice that I made. And this is the result that I have today. Amen. 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 Very good. Let's give God praise for that. Amen. Putting Jesus first. Living to please God. Yes. That's living to please God. Please. Putting Jesus first above everything and anything. Amen. Yeah. Everyone has to make a choice. Amen. Choice. Amen. You make choice for others. No. So you have to make your own choice. Everyone makes their own choices. So how can you live holy? Sorry. How can you live holy? 
The only, only way to live holy is to disconnect yourself from the world. And I said just now, we need to make a choice. Disconnect yourself from the world. Flee from temptation. Amen. And obey God's word. Amen. Every Sunday, we hear the word of God. Every Sunday, we listen to God's word. Do we? Yes. Beloved, what are we doing with the word that we receive? What are we doing with the word that we are receiving? When you disconnect from the world and you flee from temptation and then you obey God's word. Don't fall back. Well, don't go back to the old ways and the old the way that you were living. No? Flee from temptation. Obey God's word. You will live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. If you do this, you will live a life that is pleasing to God. Because we cannot live day in and day out the way that we are living. Amen. Amen. We are consecrated. We are, have been disconnected from the world. Amen. And who is Lord? Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Yes. Jesus is Lord. This, that means our thoughts, our actions, our words, and behaviors should be noticeably different. What, what should be different? Our thoughts, our actions, our words, and behaviors should be differently noticed. People should see that there is something wrong about you. And on Wednesday night, when we had our, when, Wednesday, Thursday night, when we have our live group, we were talking about how we became new creations, myself and, 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 and um, Peter. Peter. How we became new creations. How Jesus has saved us. And Peter shared his testimony of the one evening I went to go and fetch Stephen, we had to have live group, and I couldn't get hold of Peter to say, and we are not going to get together. I'm late. And so Peter turned away. Peter and, and, and you. What's your name again? Janine. Janine. The two of them turned away from our house. And you know what did they say? Come tell us. What did you say? Come share with us. What did you decide to do? We've decided. I'm not at home. They are going home. They had, they had, they had, a, they had a um, service at at, the, at Peter's house. Oh, um, Peter ministered. And after that, she ended off in prayer. And then they went home. So what do we do when when somebody gets to receive salvation? You don't, you make that person, that person become a disciple. So this is what Peter does. Whenever he receives something in our life group on a Wednesday night, he goes back and he goes and share it with somebody. What are we doing with what we're receiving? We become so lax in Africa. And what is lax in English? Yeah. Lazy. 
We receive the word Sunday by Sunday, and we go home and we don't do anything about it. It is really become time that you share. You know what happened on Friday night at the youth? These boys were sharing. We've got this. We've got Peter and Crystal that came to minister to them on Friday night. Um, Peter Stellenbosch came to minister, Pastor Peter, and he came to minister to the youth on Friday night. And when the youth were busy, um, and, and Chris, too, a colored guy from, from East River, shared, um, he actually brought, uh, made a, what do you call it? Vivasa? Icebreaker. He made an icebreaker. And then with the toilet paper, and how many, how many, um, who took the toilet paper here now? There's sheets on the toilet paper, and everybody had to decide what, how many sheets they want. <laughs> and it was, it was like, Shocking for them. Some of them just took, 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 took toilet paper. And they didn't realize that they have to say a lot about themselves with every sheet that they took. And they were laughing when they were busy now sharing. Uh, uh, um, yeah. And Krista uh, was so beautiful when he, when he really gave them an opportunity. And some of them, while they're busy taking their, sh their, their sheets off, were sharing. They are so grateful that Jesus saved their lives. Amen. I was, I was like amazed to find out what are they going to share and what are they going to say. So they shared about how Jesus saved their lives. So outreach in the community is important because there's going to be people that's going to come back and they're going to share what Jesus has done in their life. So you and I have got work to do. We need to go into this community and share the gospel. Amen. Sharing the good news. And it was exciting for me because it was like, we never thought. I never thought that if I tell Shane, I would like to do youth on a Friday night. I just decided to do it. Yeah. And then I shared that with Shane. And all of a sudden, that's the fruit that we are getting from that. And I give God the glory for that. Amen. Amen. And, and this is how most Christians live. When they come, they receive the word of God and then they just go home. Let us not be like that. No? Let us not be like that. They go to church and act nicely on Sunday, on Sunday. And then live like the world the rest of the week. This should not be. We have been set apart as holy. And Hebrews 10 verse 10 says it so beautifully. To be set apart means... We're not living like the world. Amen? Amen? We're not living like the world. We are not thinking like the world. And I've got some good news for you. We are not sick like the world. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. We are not sick like the world. And listen here, we are not broke like the world. Amen. Are we complaining that we are broke? No. Today it stops. We are not broke like the world. Amen? Amen. It stops today. We are consecrated. We are separated. Amen? Amen? God has saved us. We need to sing victorious songs. Songs of deliverance. Amen? Amen. We are not like the world, beloveds. God has saved our lives. And please... If you miss someone in your life, get into relationship with God first. Amen. Don't miss a girlfriend. Don't miss a boyfriend. 
Don't miss anything in your life. Fall in love with Jesus. It's the best thing that you will ever do in your life. The moment you fall in love, everything will fall into place. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. Amen. Hallelujah. We have been set apart as holy. God is so amazing. We are separated from the world and walking with God in His ways. I just love, I love that. We are separated. We are not walking alone. We are walking with God in His ways. How can we do this? How can you and I do this? A lot of it has to do with what we're feeding on. Ho, ho. What, we, what are we feeding on? It has a lot to do, if you don't walk as a holy child of God, then there's something else that you are feeding and I'm feeding on. And it has a lot to do with what you're feeding on. If you spend most of your time watching secular television, listening to secular music, watching the news, hanging out with unbelievers, I had really no desire. I can confess this with you this morning. I had no desire to be at a party last night. No, absolutely no desire to be at a party. Because at this party and at the party that the world is giving, there's lots of things happening. And this is exactly what I told Emil. If you go to places where you're not supposed to be, let this become a testimony for the young people also. If you go to places where you're not supposed to be, you don't know how it will end up. Amen? Amen. Let this become a testimony. Don't desire. I said to Lucy last night, do you hear what's going on across the road? And Lucy said to me, yes, mommy, but we are so safe. Don't desire to be there. Because we are separated. God has saved us. And you're, you're unequally yoked with the, with the world. And it will have an effect on you. It will have a, definitely it will have an effect on you. Whether you believe it or not, it will truly have an effect on you. Amen. If you go to places where you're not supposed to be, and we, as, we in this community believe that if our friends and family goes to places where they're not supposed to be, then we think that we can also go because we're going to be the difference. We're going to make a difference. You know how easy it is to pull you over? If you're not steadfast in God's word, if you don't believe in God's word, if you don't believe who you are, it's easy for them to pull you over. So, Solaris Pass, I want to ask you this morning, know who you are. Know who your God is. Know who you're serving. Know that you have been separated from this world. Amen. Know that Jesus Christ has saved your, your soul. Amen? Isn't that like, if you go to places where you're not supposed to be, and I'm thinking in terms of like the, the partying, yeah. the drugs, the drinking, 
that is like an example of where you think you go to minister, but you go to throw your pearls before swine. Yes. Not to say those people are yep. swine, but when they're in the wrong spirit, it's that spirit behind. Yes. It's like throwing wow. your pearls to swine. Yes. That spirit pulls you in. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Rita, for sharing. And listen here, there's something else that I want to share with you also. In this world, sexual sin, foul language and drunkenness are celebrated, while morality and Christian values are laughed at. And do, would you feel ashamed if they love at your values? I would not feel ashamed, because I'm serving the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. This is why in 2 Corinthians 6.14 it says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. We don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? If Jesus Christ, if you are the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ, how can you team up? How can we team up? with wickedness. We cannot. How can light, how can light live with darkness? It's either you are in the light or you are in the darkness. What we need to do is we need to minister to non-believers, non-Christians. It's our work to minister to them. <coughs> Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed, transformed by the renewing of your mind. And whenever you go to a party, whenever you sit in the midst of them, like Peter is doing, ministering to them. He said to me during the week, they call me Pastor, P Pastor Peter. When he's, when, he's, when he's sitting with the guys that are playing dominoes or some, then he said, guys, we need to stop. We need to stop. It's time for you to hear the word of God. So it's not just in his home that he's doing it. Praise God for you. He's doing it while he's sitting or he's playing dominoes. What I do is when we play dominoes, dominoes at home, my children always wonder, Oops, what's going to come from this woman now? <laughs> it's like I'm saying to them, the Holy Spirit just prompt me. We need to pray for something right now. Stop. Stop. We need to pray for somebody. We need to be open. I was like driving during this week from Gordon's Bay. And I came to the robot, but I was like praying in tongues. I said to Peter also, pray for the, for the lady that you have. Pray in tongues for her. Pray that Jesus, you know, save her totally. Don't say that she can receive salvation. And he's praying for her. But I was like praying when I was coming to the robots here from Gordonsville, and I was standing on the robot. And I was like, I think the woman that was next, standing next to me, she was like thinking, is this woman mad? But I was really praying, and, and I was not even noticing her. But it was like just something. I was looking at the robot, and boom, all, my, all of a sudden, my eye fell on this woman next to me. She was like, what's happening here? I was praying in tongues. You know how nice it is to pray in tongues. Yes, how yes. beautiful it is yes. to pray in tongues. Right. And I was praying in tongues and boom, God showed me a woman. 
And I came here, I stopped here outside the crèche. I think I had the car from Marshall for the day. And I stopped here and I was going into the office and I said to Ingrid, go and call that woman, it's her that I saw. Because you know, the police doesn't believe who killed my son. But I, I prayed to God and God is showing me. I'm gonna put this off. I prayed to God and God is showing me who it is. Not the person, but somebody that was there. And, and, and I saw her, and when I called her in my office, I said to her, I said to her, you know what, I was like praying in tongues, and I saw your face, and something to do with my son, and she said, oops, I'm getting goosebumps. You know how powerful it is to pray in tongues? Amen. How awesome it is to pray in tongues. Amen. And how God is showing you something that you never knew, or something that you never, ever experienced in your life. And she said, boom. She's getting goosebumps. And then she said to me, you know what? This guy was in my house when he said, I murdered your son. He murdered your son. And for me, it wasn't, I wasn't sad or anything. I wasn't sad. I said, just said, thank you, Jesus. On Emil's birthday this week, I actually know who it is who killed my son. But I knew it. There was somebody involved that I told you last time. But this guy was also with I believe this guy was the guy that told the one guy to stab him. And then she said to me, he told me right there in my house, he shouldn't have killed him like that. He should have pulled his face apart and his body apart. So the way that they've killed him was not enough for him. They should have done that. So I said to them, you know what? I said to her, do you know Jesus? If you get goosebumps like that, don't you think the way Jesus is speaking to me, it was... His divine appointment with you. He said, Auntie Emily, I'm not ready yet to receive salvation. So don't focus. Don't focus on what I'm saying. Focus on what Jesus wants you to hear this morning. Can I say something quickly? Hell is ready for you. So Jesus also is ready for you. Yeah. You have to make a choice at any time. Yes. Hell waits for you. Don't go there. Don't go. <laughs> Thank you, Philip. I love the excitement that I see in you. No, she said she's not ready. What happens if you minister to somebody and that person says he's not ready or she's not ready to receive salvation? You pray for that person. You tell that person you're not going to give up until that person receives salvation. Because it's not that person, if that person dies without Jesus. And then you must ask yourself, did you do enough? Because it's our work to see that nobody gets um, lost. It's our work to see that people get saved, receive salvation. At least to get a witness. Our work, our job is to get a witness. Yes. Salvation is their own choice. They have to make. Yeah. After making the decision that you did very well, you ask her. Amen. After the decision, she decided not to. Yeah. In this world, like I said, sexual sin, violence, foul language, and drunkenness are celebrated, while morality and Christian values are laughed at. Even if they laugh at you, even if they take you for a fool, we've got an eternal perspective. We've got Jesus, the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. Jesus said, 
I am going to prepare a place for you. And where I am, you will be. Amen? Amen. We've got everything we need for life and godliness. We don't need the world because the world's pleasure is just for a little while. But what we have got, we've got an eternal salvation. Amen? Amen. We're not just safe for now. We've, we are safe for eternity. Amen? Even if you die, you will live because of Jesus. Amen. Praise Jesus. Amen. So what I, what I actually want you to, to know is the world needs to hear the gospel. They need to hear the good news out of you. People, once you decide to share the gospel, it's, it's just something else. If you, once you decide and you do it for the second time, and you do it for the third time, you will never allow anybody to walk past you. Because you've got, you've got God's eternal salvation. You've received it, and you can share that with somebody else. And then I want to say to us as believers, don't hang out or let your hair down with that group, with people that you are, or that you're sitting with. Those people, they'll end up having a negative effect on you. Don't mess with this world. But sooner or later, you'll see you're doing the same things as they're doing. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself, what? An enemy. If you want to be the, a friend of this world, you make yourself an enemy of God. James 4 verse 4. Write it down. James 4 verse 4. If you make yourself, if you, if you want to be a friend of this world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Sometimes it can feel challenging to be set apart because it means we stand out. No? Yes. And God knew ahead of time that this would be would involve persecution. God knew it. Mm -hmm. The world hates them because they do not belong to the world. Even if the world hates you. Because you do not belong to this world. Stand out. Be separated. I do not belong to this world. John 17, verse 14, if you can just write that scripture down. But remember great blessings and honor come to those who are persecuted for his sake. Great blessings and honor comes to those who are persecuted for whose sake? For God's sake. So it doesn't matter what the world say. There's great blessings and honor coming to you. If you are persecuted for God's sake anyway. Amen? Amen. Praise Jesus. 1 John 2 verse 15 in the NIV says, Do not love the world or anything in this world. 1 John. Oh no, John 2 verse 15, sorry. 1 John, yeah. 1 John 2 verse 15. 2.15 Do not love the world or anything in this world. Amen? Amen? 
Do not love this world or anything in this world. If anyone loves this world, love for the Father is not in them. So would you rather love the Father? I would rather choose to love the Father than love this world because I am coming out of this world. Why would I go back and love this world again? Amen? Amen. For everything in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of love comes not from the Father, but it comes from the world. And I know, I actually went to somebody's phone, and I, uh, somebody's phone, I can't say who it is, but somebody gave me the phone, and I had to look on something, and I just see, oh, there's pornography on it. It is bad. What do you associate yourself with if you watch that junk? It is bad. If somebody gives you a phone and there's something like that pornography on the phone, you as a Christian, I don't know what I would, I would actually wanted to throw the phone stuck on. I wanted to break the phone. Because how can you give me a phone like that and there's pornography on the phone? What are you feeding? What are we feeding on, beloveds? We as Christians are supposed to feed on God's word and not on things like that. Lusts of the world. Things that are not from God. We are not supposed to be associated even with that. And I, I actually, somebody said to me once, once when they went into my Facebook account, this is how they hack your Facebook account even. And then when you find on your Facebook account, there's a lot of pornography and stuff like that. And I asked somebody, please delete the stuff. Because I'm not involved in some things like that. Yeah. I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. We are children of the most high God. We should not be associated even with things like that. Jesus Christ has delivered us from that. Amen. 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 We are holy because he is holy. Yes. Praise Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, that I'm not sweating so much today. <laughs> when you were born again, I just said it. You were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of, his, of God's Son. You were taken and lifted out of darkness. You were taken and lifted out of darkness. If you are taken and lifted out of darkness... You're not supposed to go back into darkness. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Amen. When Jesus saves our lives, he's taken us out. He's lifted us out of darkness. And we are not in darkness anymore. This is this amazing God that we are serving. How he just translates us from the kingdom of darkness. Separate us. Beautiful Jesus. Amen. <coughs> Now you, can, now you can go back in darkness if you want to. <laughs> you can go back if you want to, beloveds. But I choose not to go, to, no. go back to. It's like being in a prison and the door being open. So, but you could stay in prison. You, you can stay. Back. Rather stay in prison than being... In <laughs> <laughs> the devil can't make you go back to darkness without your agreement. Mm. Beloveds. Mm. 
The enemy can't take you back to darkness without your agreement. He cannot. No power over you. Mm. You have to give your will to him. Amen. And Jesus has given us every authority. Amen. He has given us authority over darkness. Amen. Amen. We can decide for ourselves if we want to be there or we want to be separated from that. Yeah. And live a holy life unto God. A life that is pleasing unto him. There's a reason Satan hates us. Amen. He knows our authority. He could just ignore us, but he doesn't just because he knows our authority. Amen. If we go back to darkness, we don't realize what we have received. Yeah. We don't realize what we have. Realize who you have. Realize in who you are. Realize who your God is today. Make a decision, beloveds. There's a world that needs to be saved. We cannot day in and day out minister that we are in the light. There's a world to be saved. Amen. Amen. And God won't make you stay in the light. It's your choice. God won't make you stay in the light. He won't make me stay in the light. It's my choice to stay in the light. Right. Amen? Amen. The enemy cannot do anything to me. Even in my home. When I talk to my kids, I, I go over their phones and I watch what they are busy doing. Because I need to take, I need to put my foot down in my home. But the Bible instructs us to be sober in these last days, beloved. Let us be sober in these last days. It teaches that we should be serious about sanctifying ourselves. That we should follow holiness. Follow holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Without holiness, you and I will not see Jesus. We will not see the Lord. Without holiness. If we want to live a holy life, we must be disconnected from the world and it weighs and connected to God and His ways. I'm not sure if you know where I am standing at the moment or where I'm talking from. I think you know. If you follow God's ways, then you know what you are saying. You know what you're ministering. You know when you speak to somebody that doesn't know the Lord. You just know who you are. Amen. But, we, but we're just human beings, somebody would say. <laughs> and don't we all hear that sometimes? We're just human beings. We're human, but we have the superhumans. Super Amen. We have the super on us. Amen. We are superhumans. Is it really possible for us to be holy? Come on. Can somebody yes. answer me? Yes. Is it possible for us to be holy? Yes. yes. Why? Because he's holy. Yes. I'm holy and I'm, I've, I made a choice to be holy. Amen. Because we've been born again. Yes. Because we've been born again. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. When that happened, we were separated to God on the inside for some people, on the outside, it might not look like it. But if you know who you are, 
And if you know you are spending time with God's word, something happened on the inside of you. Amen? Something happened. Now, God expects us to walk out that separation so that it will take effect on the outside. No? If it's in the inside, it will reflect on the outside. Come on. It will definitely reflect on the outside. People will know who you are when they see you. They will say, here's that pastor, um, Peter, coming again. And let me tell you, holiness is not a scary thing. It's not something to be scared of. Everyone in the body of Christ should walk in holiness. We have been given the robe of righteousness. But we have to maintain it. This is our duty to maintain this robe of righteousness. We have the Holy Spirit living inside us for that purpose. He directs us in holiness. We can do our part. If we choose to disconnect from the world. You do your part. And just disconnect from the world. world yeah? And one, one other thing I want us to know. Is that we need to flee from temptation. Amen. Flee away from it. Flee of. Beweeg weg van. Van. What is temptation in Afrikaans? Versoeking. Flee away from Temptation. Hart loop daarvan weg met alles wat binnen in jou is. Na? Flee from the evil desires. And write down 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy um, 2 verse 22. Flee away from temptation. Flee away from evil desires. 2 Timothy 2 22. You can resist any temptation that comes your way. Did you know that? We've got the power. We've got the power. We've got Jesus that he helps us to flee away from temptation. To get away from temptation. We have got the power. And we've got the authority. We can even say it. Amen. If you know who you are. And you say it. That you you rebuke the devil. And he will flee from you. Amen. When you are tempted. God will also provide a way out. No, we must flee from temptation to live a holy life. Whose job it is to keep ourselves pure? Whose job is it to keep yourself pure? My own job. My own job to keep myself pure. Whose job is it to straighten out things that are displeasing to God in our lives? Mine and yours. Whose job is it to flee from temptation? Our job. To flee from temptation. Is God responsible if anything happens to you? No, not God is not responsible. Okay. We have a choice. Just remember that we have a choice. Let us cleanse ourselves. Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. We're temples of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Indwelt by the Spirit of God. So when our flesh rises up, the Bible says to crucify it. No? Yeah. Crucify your flesh. What does that mean? It means that you don't let your flesh live 
any way it wants to live. No? You crucify it. When it wants to do or say things you don't want to say, you say to your, say to your body, body, shut up. Amen. Talk to your body and say, body, shut up. No? We are, we've been separated. You are not going there. You are not doing that. You don't even want to hear that. Even if you hear it, you talk to that voice that you are hearing. And then, obey the word of God to live a holy life. No? Amen. That's the best thing that we can ever do. To obey God's word to live a holy life. Be holy in all you do. First Peter 1 verse 15. If you're living separated to God, disconnect from darkness, you will stand out and be distinguished. Many people are born again, but never disconnected from their old lives. Okay? We've talked about that. They never spend enough time hearing from God. Like I said, hear from God. Speak in tongues. And I know we're going to concentrate a lot about on speaking in tongues. Until everybody here speaks in tongues. Amen. 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 Yes. Listen to the Holy Spirit within you. No? Yes. The Holy Spirit will teach you to be separated from the world. He will help you. You will not be alone if you do that. Amen. When you change from the outside that you experience the blessing of God. Isn't that well, true? No? Yeah, yeah. When you change from the outside also, that you'll experience the blessings of God. When you change on the inside, you'll experience all that God provided for you when he saved you. That's when you will walk in holiness. Amen. Obeying the word is the same today as it was or has been always. The same. It's the same. Sin haven't changed. Don't you agree with me? Yes. So haven't changed. So why don't we just stay holy? God's word haven't changed. Isn't it true? Yes. Sin haven't changed and God's word haven't changed. The world, society and what, it's deemed, uh, what is deemed acceptable is always changing. For example, it is used to be scandalous to get a divorce. <laughs> but hearts have hardened and over time it has become more and more acceptable. Is it so no? It is like that, even in the church. Well, just because things are viewed differently in the world doesn't mean the word of God has changed. Amen? Amen. God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it is possible for us to live a holy life in this world. A holy life in this world of unholiness. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.